Hi, I'm Sabrina Soto. I believe the best conversations are with friends who are really able to open themselves up and share their lives, both the good parts and the bad. You're going to be listening to some of those candid conversations and hopefully gaining some insight to help you redesign your life from the inside out. Hey guys, so this week I invited my friend Dr. Nigma Talib to come join the conversation. She's a naturopathic doctor based here in Los Angeles. She's also the author of the best-selling book called Reverse the Signs of Aging and Younger Skin Starts in the Gut. And that's basically what we talked about is reversing aging, sort of the things that she does to stay young and healthy. It was such a great conversation. I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. So let's get started. Thank you. Welcome. Now, do you go by Dr. Talib or Enigma? You can say Dr. Enigma to make it easy. Dr. Enigma. Okay, perfect. So most people don't know what naturopathic medicine is. Can you explain it? So naturopathic medicine is looking, is a form of medicine that is very holistic. We're looking at the root cause of illness and we're kind of like biochemical detectives. We go through eight full years of training, just like uh, medical school, uh, except for most of our training is going to be focused on nutritional biochemistry uh, and looking obviously at the root cause. So what you think about a naturopathic doctor, think about a biochemist but a detective biochemist. (laughs) Right. And I feel like probably now more than ever, people are trying to look for answers to why as to then just putting a Band-Aid on what's happening. Absolutely. I mean, we look at um, the father of medicine, Hippocrates, 2,500 years ago, said all disease starts in the gut. And as naturopathic doctors, we look at the gut as being where everything starts. So the solution to every problem basically is starting in the gut. If you can fix the gut, you can fix everything. And that's really getting the underlying cause um, versus, versus putting a Band-Aid on top. So basically, in what when you say gut, it's really what we put in our body, like what we're eating? It's exactly. It's what we're eating. It's uh, the drug medications we take. It's what we're drinking. Um, it's what we're thinking even because we know that what how we think and how our emotions play into effect can affect our intestinal permeability. Right. So with that said, there are so, I know on your, if anyone's not following Dr. Nigma, please do, because she has this really fun, like wine face, dairy face, gluten face, sugar face, where she'll, you'll show the age, like the signs of when you're consuming those products, how it basically changes the way that you look. So when you're saying that it all starts in the gut for you, like, do you not eat sugar, dairy, wine, Gluten? So, you know, I, I'm an 80-20 rule. So 80% of the time I'm good. And then 20% of the time I can be naughty. Okay. <laughs> and my friends know that because when I get together with them and they bring over a really nice bottle of wine, I'm going to have some. So, But you're um, not going to drink the whole bottle. Not by myself. I, <laughs> <not>. <laughs> right. I might if it's really that's good. crazy. <laughs> that's just crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's exactly this. It's all about moderation. Like when in Rome, if I was in Rome, I'm going to have a bottle of wine. But I try to steer away from wine um, in particular because it is very inflammatory and it is very high in sugar. But is it inflammatory for everyone? You know, we, we look at people who drink wine on a daily basis and as soon as you take them off the wine, 
their whole body inflammation reduces and their sleep-wake cycles improve. So that's the only way I can look at it, Sabrina, is whenever I get my patients off wine, they feel so much better. But isn't that alcohol in general or is it just wine because of the sugar? It, it, you, are, you are correct. Alcohol in general is, you know, obviously can create major issues with your sleep-wake cycles and your overall health. But if you're looking at, you know, say you're out on the weekend and instead of having a glass of wine, maybe have, you know, some tequila or some vodka. Um, and, you know, with wine, you can kind of also get carried away. Your glass keeps, keeps getting filled up. Yeah. So that's, you know, people drink more wine. There's more sugar in there. Um, you're right. Alcohol is bad in general. But if you're going to look at cleaner options, um, we would look at things like tequila and vodka. So out of the faces that you've had, the dairy, wine, sugar, gluten, which would you say is, if you could only pick one thing that your client <laughs> says that they are going to limit, what's the worst culprit? Oh, gosh. It's a tie between sugar and wine. And because sugar is found in so many more things than wine, more people are sugar eaters than wine drinkers. So I'm going to say sugar. Sugar is... Is worse really than dairy? Worse than dairy, if you can believe it. Oh, I, yeah. I've, I've cut out dairy. I'm okay. trying to cut out gluten. I haven't <laughs> been drinking at all. And now it's like sugars. I, what am I going to eat? I'm just going to have like vegetables. No, there's so much to eat. I mean, there's so many other... Like fruit is Mother Nature's natural sugar. And right. that's why Mother Nature makes fruit with a peel because when you eat an apple you're eating it with the fiber so you're releasing the sugar of the fruit very slowly into the system right versus a huge spike right so, you know mother nature sugar is the best so do you then let's say we all we limit all of that and you were still talking about like if you see that there's a breakout perhaps it's something that's going on in the gut now is like, for instance, like right now, as I'm talking to you, I have a pimple that I woke up with this morning. Is that, could that just be a once in a while, like just something I put in my face or brushed up against? Or is it always something stemming from what internally is happening? So that's a really good question. Most of the time, Sabrina, it's definitely from what you're eating internally and how your body's processing that and how it's affecting your hormones. So just remember everything you digest that goes into the bloodstream is going to affect the way your hormones play out. Your hormones are like a symphony, right? The different instruments do different things. And when the symphony is off tune, when an instrument is off tune, that's when you start getting things like acne, breakouts, fatigue, PMS symptoms, all that fun stuff us ladies have to go through. So it's something that's probably, you know, happen from what you've eaten. It can be environmental sometimes, you know, washing your pillowcase more often can help. Uh, but our bodies produce more sebum and more oil in response to diet, lifestyle, and stress. Yeah. I could say too, I was on vacation with my sister and her husband. Her husband's also a chef. And we... Uh. He was cooking and I told him, please not to put dairy or anything, any butter in my food. And he said he didn't, but he lied. And I started <laughs> breaking out. And then I figured when I finally saw him cooking and he was putting butter on everything, that that was, for me, what was making my breakouts happen because I don't eat dairy and I haven't for six years. So I can see it automatically when I introduce dairy, um, but I haven't seen it with sugar. I guess I haven't really gone 
in the last decade, a long time without having sugar. So I'll have to try that. Well, everybody reacts differently to different things. Like you and I are very similar. If I have something with dairy in it, I will get a spot on my face, a pimple. Sorry, rather a pimple. <laughs> and so it versus sugar. Um, sugar, I just feel really tired. What sugar does, Sabrina, is it causes skin sagging. So there is something in sugar that causes advanced glycation. Okay. So the advanced glycation is what it causes the sugar to be sticky in the bloodstream and stick to your white blood cells. When it sticks to your white blood cells, it suppresses your immune system. And when it sticks to your collagen, guess what it does to your skin? It causes skin sagging. So if you're eating sugar, you're going to get a sort of slow release sagging to the skin as you age. You're going to, you know, it prematurely ages the skin, basically. So if you are just, you just finished dinner and you really are craving something sweet, what do you go and eat? So I definitely cut up fruit. I have blueberries. I have raspberries and I have like an assortment of berries that I no, have. No, no. I want a piece of cake. If you want a piece of cake, <laughs> what do you eat? Come on. Don't, I, I don't want a raspberry. Oh, gosh. I know. I don't like, I'm not a big cake fan. So it's hard for me to, so I can understand. So those individuals, so do you like ice cream, for example? I do, but I don't have dairy, so I'll have yes, okay. cashew. So you, it, what what I do is, if I really have a sweet tooth, I will take some berries and I will blend them in my Vitamix, put some ice in, a little bit of oat milk and water, and make a sorbet. So that is kind of one way of minimizing the cravings for sugar. The other thing is, if you're craving sugar, it's because you're not having a protein in your diet. So oh. you also want to look at that. So that could be an indication, not enough protein. Maybe you're coming up to your monthly cycle. All of those play a role. Now, what are the things other than dairy, wine, sugar, gluten um, that you stay away from? Yeah, so I always try to stay away from preservatives, anything prepackaged. Uh, you know, try to stay away from plastics as much as possible. So, you know, as much as I can, I try to eat organic. Um, you know, so all of those things really help the, the, the preservatives are so important because they really mess up our hormones. I mean, I know you're young, way younger than I am, but I'm like going to be 50 this year. So what do you mean way younger? Ho- I just turned 45. I'm five years behind you. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I always think you're so much younger. I, oh I don't know no, why. it's the Botox. It. It's the Botox. <laughs> <laughs> well, you look great. Thank you. Um, but it's, you know, these, these preservatives really cause, ha- um, you know, they, they wreak havoc, havoc on our hormones. So, you know, any kind of preservatives or packaging or, you know, where you have to add seasoning that are preservative uh, laced, be careful of that because yeah. that can actually really affect, it can really disrupt your, um, your hormonal system. There are a few accounts that I uh, follow on Instagram that, basically speak about these just like preservatives and the things that that are on the box. And it's scary. I didn't, I always thought, especially after having Olivia, when I would give her these little snacks, but they were organic, then it was fine. And come to find out it's Mm. all BS. Like a lot of that stuff that we think is healthy, quote unquote healthy, actually is garbage. It is. And even if it says organic, you have to look at all the 
preservatives in there right. that are mixed with the so-called organic ingredient. You know, it, it, it is really scary. So as a mother, I'm sure you're, you know, it's super important as, you know, your daughter's growing up that, you know, her hormones are not being, you know, destroyed or, or imbalanced. Um, as she's getting older and developing. So yeah. it's, it's it's great that you're reading ingredients, you know, and, and looking out for that. And it's, I feel like every day I'm learning something new. Even my sister now is on a big kick of making sure there's not any food coloring, um, you know, yes. the red and all that for her son, which, you know, she's now on kid four. So she's just learning now. But I mean, it's sooner that it, it's better, you know, even if it's late, it's never too late to sort of get on that kick. But you look fantastic. So you must have some sort of routine that you do personally, other than staying away from all of the culprits. What what other things do you recommend, or what what do you do on a daily basis that helps you stay on track? Well, for me, sleep is super important. So I like to get a minimum of eight hours sleep, and that really really helps. Do you take um, anything so I, to go to sleep? So I take um, CBD melatonin. I don't always have to take the melatonin before I go to bed, but if I'm feeling like a bit more wired and, you know, because I am, you know, perimenopausal now, it, it does, I do sometimes have my lots of brain chatter. So I will do a melatonin and CBD mix right. that I absolutely love. And wait, but then my- melatonin, I've heard that is bad for our home- hormones. Is that not true? It no, not it. It really depends on the individual. In fact, we a lot of us when we're perimenopausal actually have a deficiency in melatonin, so we require that. So I think it really depends on the person um, and the dose. So melatonin is actually really good for you, but again, remember we're all different. So what's good for you may not be good for me. Right. Um, but what I also take is um, a product that I developed recently. It's called cortisol balancer. It has a combination of ashwagandha, theanine, uh, 5-HTP. It's incredible at sort of calming down that cortisol. And so that is what I take every night, no matter what, um, before I go to bed. And I I just wake up feeling super refreshed and really, really, it's it's, it's lovely. And the 5-HTP is really good for the precursor to serotonin, which is a feel good hormone. That's so I'm always happy. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> funny that you say that. So I was turned on to 5-HETP by a friend of mine and I started taking it about a year ago and I can totally feel a difference the next morning when I take it and when I forget to take it. And yeah. it just, I feel more alert, more happy. Um, I, I go to sleep. I have like a deeper sleep. I do also take melatonin. Um, but somebody told me, hormonally, it might not be good. So I started trying to take valerian root. Um, mm-hmm. But no, the melatonin for me is, is t- it puts me to sleep immediately. Well, I'm going to send you some of my cortisol balancer. That That is a game changer for every night. I will be your guinea pig. It- I'll try it. <laughs> I'll try anything. <laughs> I mean, a lot of my patients have reported that it's been a game changer for them. Oh, and I can't obviously, wait. I've been taking it and I always experiment on myself before I create a product and put it out to the market. But this one is just brand new and um, yeah, it's it's a game changer. So I will definitely send oh, you some. I will try it. Speaking of trying everything, <laughs> what do you feel like, uh, what's your stance on detox, detoxing and enemas and things like that? Is that something that you do that you recommend your clients do? 
So detox is a very interesting, you know, when you, you think about detox, it's kind of like, what does that mean? Our body is detoxifying all the time. Our liver is clearing toxins all the time. So what you want to think about instead of saying, I'm going to detox this month, you're going to optimize and enhance your detoxification process that's already occurring in your body. And it's also like giving your liver and your intestines a vacation because they've been working all this time. So I always recommend my patients do like a spring cleaning, sort of eating clean diet, whatever the word clean is. It's, it's been used in so many different forms and some negative, some positive, but um, I'm meaning it in a positive way where we're eating for our optimal health. We're putting in nutrients. I'm not a big fan of people doing too many fasts and juice fasts. I think that it really sets you up for failure after you finish and then you go on with your normal life. So I always encourage eating super healthy. And if you want one meal a day, you can skip and you can take um, an amino acid type protein powder. Well, it's not really a protein powder. It's an amino acid, you know, sort of powder that gives you a, sort of a holiday for your digestion to not have to break down the protein. Then you can do that. And I think, you know, people are so confused, you know, do I need to do colonics? Do I need to do enemas? Um, I, I quite often do a lot of intravenous ozone in my, in my clinic to help enhance the detoxification process. It helps with long COVID. It helps with parasites, bacteria, candida. So I always take an individualized approach, but once again, you know, always think like if you're doing juice fasts and enemas, those are very short lived. What about, first of all, I had colonic when I was in my twenties. It was the worst experience of my life. I am wow. still no, no. One day I will tell you the story, and you're you're gonna laugh so hard, and you're not you're gonna think I'm kidding, and I'm not. Unfortunately, oh dear, oh dear is right. But <laughs> um, what about like enemas? And people are talking about parasites. Yes. Well, for those individuals, when I have them on a botanical regimen, and I'm doing ozone with them. I might ask them to go and get a colonic because they will, those individuals quite often have motility issues, which means that the peristaltic action of the intestines and the movement of the bowels are not strong enough because over a period of time, they have had too much overgrowth of bacteria um, and they've also had laxative abuse. So those individuals might need to go for colonic irrigation to push out whatever die off is there to get rid of. So it's individualized and people quite often know, you know, they'll do it once a month. I think once a month is the maximum I would do colonics. I wouldn't try to do it more than that. But other than colonics, is there any other way to rid your body of parasites? And does, yes. every, and does everyone have parasites? This is a good question. Not everybody needs to do enemas at home, but you know, they can be helpful. Coffee enemas, have been super helpful for individuals who are having a really hard time struggling with, you know, bowel movements. But then we have to look at what is the root cause of why they're having the problem. So I'm not a big believer in just, like you said, putting a Band-Aid on top. Um, so, you know, I would want to assess those individuals or go to your naturopathic doctor and get assessed as to why it is you feel you need to do these enemas all the time. 
it may not be right for you ongoing. But I saw, I, I, of course, it's because of all these people I follow on social media. Everybody's in my head. But <laughs> there's this one woman, and she swears that everybody has parasites, and every month you have to rid yourself of them. But you're saying that's not necessarily the case. Not everyone has parasites. A, a large percentage of the population does have parasites. Um, there are some parasites like blastocystis hominis uh, that are considered non-pathogenic by the gastroenterologist. Um, community. Um, and it, there's there's a 50-50 with the, the gastros on that. But I do find those parasites really harmful to patients on a chronic level. Just because it doesn't kill them and make them thin and emaciated doesn't mean that they're not, it's not causing chronic issues. Right. And we're seeing more and more overgrowth of pathogenic bacteria, candida, parasites are actually causing autoimmune conditions. So getting rid of those um, in a healthy way and getting it diagnosed um, by a naturopathic doctor is so important. Um, for anyone who's listening, Dr. Nigma has her own line of supplements and an amazing vitamin C cocktail, which I'll put in the notes of the podcast so you could look them up. But what is your go-to supplement that you recommend for the most part for all of your clients if you're going to take any vitamin? So if I'm I'm looking at a multivitamin, you know, Sabrina, unfortunately, we don't have enough nutrients in our in our soil and in our fruits and vegetables. Uh, if I was a naturopathic doctor 20 years ago, when I first started practicing, I would tell my patients, you can get a lot of these nutrients from blueberries or or broccoli, or you can get magnesium from here or folic acid folate from green leafy vegetables. But unfortunately today, that's not the case. So I highly recommend everybody supplement with a multivitamin. And I created a multivitamin, which doesn't sound like it's a multivitamin, but it is. It's called Beauty in a Bottle. And it has vitamin A, C, E, zinc, selenium, hyaluronic acid. It's got a bunch of amino acids in it. And it's super potent, high dose. So it also helps your hair your skin, your nails, you really see a difference when you're taking this because it just goes to show how deficient we are. And because I'm a naturopathic doctor, I'm going to compound a supplement in therapeutic dose, not just a tiny little bit and say that there's zinc in there, for example. Right. Um, so it, it, I, I recommend the beauty in a bottle is pretty much good for almost everyone. Um, and then my second to that is a B complex because who of us is not stressed right now. Oh. And B vitamins, you know, drug medications deplete B vitamins, stress depletes B vitamins, alcohol depletes B vitamins. So B vitamins are super, super important. B complex. Yeah. My doctor just, I went to a physical and said that I have to start taking a supplement, a B and I never, especially because I'm plant-based mostly. Um, oh. But I definitely have felt better since I started taking it daily. Great. That's amazing. I'm so glad. But to for the that. amount of supplements I'm taking, I should be glowing, glowing but right now. But you are glowing. Mm. You are. <laughs> not, not sometimes <laughs> when I catch myself in the mirror in the morning, I'm like, damn. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was like, I look like I have all the faces. <laughs> well, I highly doubt that. I really do. <laughs> but you're right. It's the, the last couple of years have been so stressful. And going back to like, what, you know, naturopathic medicine of the root of the problem, wouldn't you say that most 
issues that we're dealing with all start from stress. Absolutely. I was just telling a patient the other day, he came to see me and he says, Dr. Nigma, I really want to do cancer markers. I'm worried about getting cancer. A friend of mine has cancer. What can I do? And I said, you know what? I said, the number one cause as a, as a naturopathic doctor seeing patients for the last 20 years, stress is the number one killer. And if we can in some way, shape or form work on how we manage our stress, that is even forget supplements. That is the number one thing we need to try to figure out for what helps us. And so a few techniques can be the a meditation. So I do a 12-minute meditation every day called the Curtain Kriya. And it's using your fingers, your pinky finger, your ring finger, your middle finger, your ring finger, and um, your thumb to your ring finger, um, your index finger. And it's in my book. I talk about how to do this meditation. It's only 12 minutes and it really resets you and it sets you up for an amazing day. I think the morning is the best time to reset the new day, set an intention, do a meditation. It's only 12 minutes. And I think that's a good way to start your day because when we start getting into the day, we start watching the news, we start Ugh. Seeing what's going on in the world, it's overwhelming. Like it, the, the world was overwhelming before uh, COVID nineteen. You know, so I think that for us, if we can use techniques like meditation as being your medication, and then also there's box breathing. That if you're in the middle of some, something super stressful, there's some techniques you can use to actually help control your breathing and your emotions and how you react to things. That for anyone listening and that they're like, wait, what is this? What is this? So I know that it sounds woo-woo, but I started meditating uh, maybe five years ago and I completely notice when I have gotten off the daily routine and when I stick to it. And for me, it's hard to do it in the morning because I wake up and it's like balls to the wall getting Olivia ready for school. So for me and in how my lifestyle is, I have to wait until I drop her off at school, then come back to a pretty quiet house. But even if you just find those minutes, it really does make a difference. And the box breath basically is counting, and Dr. Nigma, tell me if I'm wrong, but it's counting four seconds inhaling, holding it for four seconds, four seconds exhaling, and then holding it for four seconds. Is that correct? Absolutely. You said it perfectly. And it it works so well. It does. I don't know why and I don't care why, but it works because sometimes I'm very, if you haven't noticed, high strung and I am, I'm in my head constantly. And if I feel sort of like my adrenaline going or getting upset, I'll do that box breath and it, it just brings me back down almost immediately. I, it's so great that you figured out that that works for you because it's, I think we're all, we're all high strung right now. I mean, I don't know. I, I really don't know one person that's just like, oh yeah, things are great. Yeah, <laughs> unless know. they live on a farm somewhere and they're not watching the news. <laughs> or you live in Antarctica, um, you know. <laughs> or you have so, my mother. I stopped watching the news. So this is a true story. I completely yes. stopped watching the news. My mom calls me every day. Did you hear who died today? Did you hear how many people <laughs> are killed today? And I'm like, no, mom, no, we're good. You know, like I don't, she's now she's my news source and it's awful. (laughs) (laughs) My dad does the same thing. My dad says we all these statistics. He's like, do not go out. Do not do this. Yeah. Dad, it's okay. Just take a deep breath. But yeah, it's worrisome, you know, for, for, for that generation too. You know, they're, 
they've, they've experienced their own traumas and, you know, it's for them, it's difficult to, um, to keep their adrenal glands optimal. So it's good for us to coach them every now and then. Oh, <laughs> I'll give you my mom's number. Good luck. Good <laughs> luck. <laughs> oh, we'll change. You can take care of my dad and I'll Done. take care of your mom. <laughs> Trust me. It's, you've got a harder. This is the woman who tells me that I need to do these things that are healthier when she smokes, smokes a pack of marble lights a day. So I'm like, mm, <laughs> listen, lady. <laughs> oh my God. That's so cute. <laughs> I don't Bless know if it's her. cute. That, well, it's funny. It's, it's funny. pretty funny. Um, so what, can you also talk about adrenal fit, fatigue? And because you were saying like, or you state that a lot of people are dealing with adrenal fatigue. Can you yeah. explain what that is and sort of what people should look out for? Yeah. So, you know, I, I call it the 21st century illness. Like it's like, it's like the, it's the illness that people don't talk about. And it's, Basically, we hear the saying, burning the candle at both ends. And we know that our adrenal glands are these cute little glands that sit right on top of our kidneys, and they secrete hormones called cortisol, DHEA. Um, and what, what these hormones do is when, think about it in the morning, when you wake up first thing in the morning, your cortisol is at its highest. It's that, you know, it's that commercial of that family jumping on the bed that soap commercial, zestfully clean, the whole family jumping around awake and happy. That's how you should feel when you wake up in the morning. You should feel refreshed. And then come down to midnight, you should feel sleepy and you should need to feel like going to sleep. People that feel unrefreshed in the morning when they wake up means that they possibly have low cortisol in the morning when they should have high cortisol. And if you are wired but tired in the evening, if you're like a night owl, then you have too elevated cortisol. And in the evening, so you're in the opposite. You're like jet lag. You're in a different country, basically. So that's a sign of adrenal fatigue. Also, belly fat. Can't lose the belly fat. That's a sign of adrenal fatigue. Um, difficulty getting to sleep and staying asleep. Anxiety, heart palpitations muscle wasting, all of these are signs, poor memory, um, either really low appetite or really large appetite. So there's a, there's a hit list of different things that you can check. If, if, if any of those sound familiar to you, there's a lot of things you can do to support yourself. Um, we have a ton of beautiful botanicals, rhodiola, cordyceps, lion's mane, um, we talked about ashwagandha, which is in the cortisol. That's why I created the cortisol balancer was for all my patients that are going through stress. Um, theanine, all of these things are fantastic for helping cortisol. And the meditation, that uh, the curtain kriya and box bleeding. Those are all going to help with adrenal fatigue. So supplements and meditation, yes. And I've, I actually started putting lion's mane and... Um, another blend in my coffee in the morning. It's like a powder that I put in that you can't even taste it. Right. So again, I don't eat, and my mom always makes fun of me. She's like, how do you even know what's working? You do everything. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care which, what's working as long as I feel good. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep doing everything. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, and you know, you have to see what's right for you may not be right for someone else. So always experiment with, you know, this makes me feel better. This right. food makes me feel better. This 
sleeping early. Really, sleep is at the crux of, um, it's one of the most important things. I cannot, you know, Martha Stewart is said to only sleep four hours a night. I don't understand how that woman, if I don't sleep eight hours, I'm a nightmare to be around. I need eight hours of sleep a night. Oh my gosh. No, 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 no. Yes. That I, I, I really don't understand people that don't sleep, you know, sleep four hours. It's like, you're not really. And, and if you, if you look at those people that don't sleep, you know, regularly, look at their skin, look at what's happening, you know, on the outside, because that's all coming from lack of sleep, lack of um, resting. Your, your only time your body has to rest is while you're sleeping. Yeah. And I've noticed too, just reevaluating alcohol in my life. When I was drinking wine on the weekends, I really couldn't, I was tossing and turning, waking up in the middle of the night, not being able to sleep. And now that I've really taken a bit of a break, I, I sleep so much better and I stay asleep throughout the entire night. I mean, it's a game changer. So well done on you. Yeah, it is. But um, first of all, Thank you for your time. Thank you for answering all of my questions, all of your information, your supplements, how to get in touch with you. Your Instagram will be on the show notes. Um, thank you so much. You guys, if you have any questions, you could feel free to DM me and I'll ask her or you could just reach out directly on her Instagram. She's always there posting amazing content. So thank you, Dr. Nigma. Thank you so much, Sabrina, for chatting and having me on your podcast. This was so much fun. I hope I get to see you soon.